Welcome to the Tim Plummer Joomla Show. Joomla news and tips to help your website grow. Sit back, relax, and grab yourself a beer. Let some Joomla love flow into your ears. Welcome to episode two. I'm your host, Tim Plummer, but you, so much more importantly, are a motivated Joomla user. In this episode, we're going to be talking about some changes that the Joomla extension directory are going to be making. And we're also going to talk about a presentation from the Joomla user group Sydney, where one of our members did a presentation targeting people who are just starting out with Joomla site builders that don't know how to code. But first, time for the Joomla news. Our Joomla news today is about a change that the Joomla extension directory, the JED, are proposing to make. As of the 10th of January 2017, they're going to make it a requirement that all extensions listed on the JED must use the Joomla updater. From an end user's point of view, this is a really good thing because it's going to make it very easy for site builders to update sites, keep everything up to date. Uh, they'll be able to keep all their extensions up to date in the same way that they keep the, the core versions up to date just by using the, the Joomla updater, checking for updates and um, applying them that way. For extension developers, it's mixed news. Uh, some people are already using the Joomla updater, so for them it's no problem at all. Some people aren't using it yet, so they'll need to make some changes in their extensions, otherwise they could risk getting their extension delisted from the JED. If you've got a free extension, you'll still need to do this. All you need to do is edit your installation XML file and add in an update server. And then on your site where you're distributing the extension, you need to have uh, some things set up at, at that side. The easiest way to get it set up is to use Akiba release systems to uh, release the, the different versions of, of the extension. Akiba release systems is a free product which you can get from akibabackup.com. For commercial extension developers, it's a little bit more work involved because you don't want just anyone to be able to update the extension. You want only the customers who have purchased a subscription or, or purchased the, the extension to be able to update. You don't want anyone else to, to be able to update uh, a copy of, of that extension. So what you can do is add in a option to put in a download ID and have the, your site check to see whether the person is a customer before it allows them to, to uh, download the update. It's not a lot of work, but there's just a few changes that need to be made. If you want to find out the details, go along to my blog, timplumber.com.au, and I've got an article where I demonstrate one method of doing this and uh, provide a couple of other links that, that might be useful there. That's it for the news. Now let's talk about our main topic. One of our less technical Joomla user group members from Sydney, uh, her name is Jeanette, she kindly volunteered to present at our user group last night and she did a presentation talking about uh, a couple of websites that, that she's built. Now, she doesn't have any coding skills at all, she's not a designer, very non-technical, but uh, she's been able to build about six Joomla websites over a, a period of time. 
and she came along and showed off two of these sites that she's built. So it's, it's really impressive that people without any technical skills can use Joomla and create some quite fancy websites uh, as far as the, the functionality goes. So the two sites that she presented, first of all was a site that she built for her son who is a jazz musician. Um, the site is stevefitzmorris.com.au, so S-T-E-V-E. F-I-T-Z-M-A-U-R-I-C-E dot com dot au. And if you're interested in jazz music, I encourage you to have a look at that site. Uh, there's a CD that you can purchase on there if, if you're interested in that sort of thing. And uh, you can take a look at what she's built there. That particular site, it was built with a commercial template. And uh, it has various extensions on there that um, like to display Facebook feeds, um, to... Uh, display uh, YouTube videos and, and that sort of thing, as well as a, a simple extension to allow people to purchase the, the CD. The second site that she demonstrated was actually for the apartments where she lives, and there's around 80 or so apartments in this complex, and uh, what this website allows them to do is to each log into this site and access information that's relevant to uh, that group of apartments. So a good example of how the people in these units use this website is if they wanted to get an external awning on the unit, there's uh, a page on there that lets them know a particular type of awning that's already been approved by the Strata Committee. So if they decide to choose that type of awning, they'll have no pr problems getting approved and it'll just be so much easier for them. Another example is if there's a water leak in the apartments, there's a document on there that tells them where to go to turn off the mains water supply. There's also pages on there that tell them about local restaurants and other services that people that live in those apartments might be interested in. Now, the interesting thing about this site is that a lot of it, the information on this site isn't accessible on the public. Uh, you have to be logged in to see this information. So she's taken advantage of the permissions within Joomla to control who can see what information. And there's certain articles that some residents can edit and uh, other articles that they can only read. There's certain residents who update the minutes for the strata meetings, who follow some instructions and, and can do that. And it's an older sort of demographic, so they're not very technical people, and yet they're able to, to maintain this content quite easily with Joomla. So it's, it's really impressive what she's built there. Now, I took some notes on some tips for people who are just starting out. And I'm going to go through these uh, 14 tips that uh, Jeanette has outlined that hopefully other people who are just starting out might get some use out of. And for people who have been using Joomla for quite some time still might get some, some tips and ideas from, from these as well. Joomla tip number one, keep your site updated. Make sure that you always stay up to date with the latest core, Joomla of, core version of Joomla and also keep your extensions up to date. Uh, Jeanette told us a story of a site that she'd built and then handed over to someone else to manage. Now, they didn't actually keep updating everything and at some point in time, the site became vulnerable and the site got hacked. So if they had kept it up to date, they would have avoided that situation and it would have been so much easier. So make sure you keep your sites updated. Joomla tip number two is think about 
the way that you want to structure your files and organize that file structure correctly at the very beginning. Uh, Jeanette was pointing out that once you've got those folders and, and images in a certain structure, if you want to change it later on, it can be quite difficult. You've got to go through each article and find out all the links that point to those elements. So uh, if you can get it right in the first place, it just saves so much hassle. Joomla tip number three, spend a bit of time optimizing your images. Uh, you want to have the images to be the minimum size possible so that um, a visitor going to the site isn't loading up like a, a 4 meg image just to, to view the site when uh, a 10 kilobyte image might be uh, just as good and, and do the job. The, the more you optimize the images, the faster it's going to load and search engines like Google are going to love the site more. So spend a bit of time optimizing those images before you put them on the site. Joomla tip number four. Give your images meaningful names. Jeanette was talking about a situation where at first um, all the images were just called image 001, image 002, etc. And later down the track when she needed to update some of those images, it was really difficult to, to identify the image that needed to be updated. The other thing is that uh, with those image names, if Google sees it as image 0000, uh, it's not going to know what that image is about and it's uh, not going to appear in Google Images, that sort of thing. So if you give it a meaningful name, it's more likely uh, for the search engines to be able to find these images and display them at the correct times. Joomla tip number five, use alt tags on your images. Now, this is something that, that search engines love to, so that they can see what that image is about, some alternate text. And uh, also for people using screen readers or for... Um, people who are on really slow internet connections where the images may not load, at least they can see what that, that particular image is all about. Joomla tip number six, uh, keep your PHP version up to date. If your web host is using an older version of PHP, sometimes you can ask your web host to upgrade that PHP version to a, a newer version. In particular, some of the older versions of PHP have some known vulnerabilities. There has been some situations where you go to a web host and say, look, I'm running this old version of PHP. Can you upgrade me to a more recent version? And those web hosts will come back saying, no, this is a shared server. We can't change it. If you get that sort of answer from your web host, then I highly recommend that you change web hosts because it sounds like you're using a very bad one. Any good web host should be able to at least get you to a PHP version that is uh, does not have vulnerabilities. And a lot of the good web hosts in their cPanel actually give you a PHP version tool that allows you to select the PHP version that you'd like to run. So if you want to run the latest PHP 7, you can go in there and, and change that yourself without having to contact the web host. They also have the ability to allocate different PHP versions for different folders. So if you're running some legacy applications in another folder on your site, you can still allow them to use an older PHP version and, and yet your, your Joomla install may use a, a more recent PHP version. Tip number seven, let's encrypt. Now that is a, uh, a service that offers free SSL certificates so that you can make your site get delivered over HTTPS. Now Google loves sites that are secure and also people are going to trust a site that's um, secure as well so uh, it's, it's worth looking into some web hosts actually have a one-click install for the let's let's encrypt ssl certificate and it's very easy to add to the site 
the hosts that don't provide that, it's, it's still not that difficult to add. So I um, highly recommend that you have a look at, at um, putting an SSL certificate and making your site HTTPS. Joomla tip number eight. Uh, when you're choosing a template provider, there's so many to choose from. So what Jeanette's tip here is to pick one of the big names and stick with that once you've made that choice. Now, the reason why she's saying that is the bigger name template providers, they generally offer better support. Um, they usually have more frequent updates and they've got a, a large range of templates to choose from. Uh, each template developer does things a little bit differently. So if you're constantly chopping and changing using different templates for different sites, each time you're going to have to learn all those different settings and the way that the, the template works. So by just ticking, picking one template provider and sticking with it, it makes your life so much easier. Joomla tip number nine. If you're displaying email addresses on the site, make sure that you turn on the email cloaking plugin that comes with Joomla. It's just a matter of enabling that plugin. And what it does is it stops spam bots from being able to harvest that email address easily. And uh, it doesn't affect the display for uh, a regular user looking at the site. So... It's, it's easy to turn on and, and well worth it if you're displaying email addresses on the site. Otherwise, you may end up with lots of spam. Tip number eight. If you're allowing your users to edit articles on the front end, you can actually limit the options that they see in the editor, all the different buttons like to bold, underline, bullet points, that sort of thing. Um, if you're using JCE Editor as your editor, you can have different profiles and allow certain users to only see a very limited amount of options and it just makes it easier for people who are less technical and also it stops them from going in and, and breaking something so uh, it's, it's well worth doing JCE is one of the most popular editors for Joomla it, it's not actually in the core it's an add-on that you have to download and install uh, their business model is to give away that core component for free and then they have a uh, a bunch of add-on plugins that you can purchase from them if you want that extra functionality. But the, the, the core free product is, is quite good and um, that's all you need to, to limit these icons uh, for front-end editors. Okay, Joomla tip number 11. This is quite an interesting one. This is one I've never come across before. But um, Jeanette has found this notificationary plugin. So N-O-T-I-F-I-C-A-T-I-O-N-A-R-Y plugin. And what this does, it allows you to select certain people, such as super users or whatever, to receive email notifications whenever an article or some content is updated on that site. Now, when you're running a small community site, and you have people who aren't too technical editing articles and updating content, you might want to keep track of, of what they're changing and when they change it. So by having this plugin, it'll let you know when things are changed, and you can go in there and review those changes and make sure that they haven't screwed anything up. Joomla tip number 12. An easy way to uh, update and maintain your metadata is using an extension called BFSEO. And, and that gives you a single screen where you can go in and update all the, the metal titles and descriptions for your menu items. Uh, there's another screen where you can do the same thing for, for articles, and it also provides a, a basic sitemap for your site. 
and, and some other functionality. Now, full disclaimer, I'm actually the developer of BFSEO. So if you want to check it out, you can have a look at it on tamlinsoftware.com. There's a free trial version that you can download and try it out for yourself, see if you like it, see if it's going to suit your needs. So highly encourage you to, to go and have a look at that. Joomla tip number 13. It's good to use SEO extensions on your site, but sometimes it's good to uh, have like an independent audit of your site and check to see what SEO recommendations there might be. Now, there's a whole bunch of sites available, but the one that uh, Jeanette is recommending is varvy.com. So V-A-R-V-Y.com. And what you can do is you can just go to that site, put in the URL of your, your website, and it'll do a series of checks and uh, give you some recommendations on things that, that you may want to change to improve your SEO. Okay, Joomla tip number 14. There's actually a setting in your global configuration to do with enabling gzip compression. Now when you turn that on, it actually improves the performance of your site and uh, compresses some of the, the elements before it, it sends it to your browser. Jeanette was saying that even though you might turn it on in your global configuration, some site templates actually disable the gzip, so you have to go in and specifically enable that compression in your template in one of the options. Now that's not going to be for every template, but for, for some templates you may have to do that. There's a website tool that you can go to to check to see whether gzip is actually enabled and working on your site. The website is checkgzipcompression.com and you go there, you put in your website and it'll tell you whether you've got that gzip compression turned on and how much um, you're saving, like whether you're saving 51% of the, um, the bandwidth or whatever. So uh, it's well worth checking it out. So that's it for the, the Joomla tips from Jeanette. I highly encourage you to get involved in your local Joomla user group. It's amazing how much you can learn. Uh, I've been running the, the Sydney group since 2012, and every meeting there's always something new that I learn. Uh, e even when I'm presenting, I always learn something new, maybe when I'm researching the topic or, or by a question that, that someone's asking me. But when other people are presenting, regardless of experience, even if they're just fairly newbie or, or whether they're quite experienced, there's usually something that I come across that that I learn each time. So it's it's really great to, to share as much as you can and, and learn from each other. Don't be afraid if you think you're not experienced enough to present. Uh, there's always someone who's just starting out with Joomla that knows even less than you do. So even if you're just showing off the little bit of knowledge that you have and uh, talking about what you've done, mistakes that you've made, um, problems you've come across and how you've solved them, then chances are you're going to be helping someone out as well. So put your hand up, volunteer. Um, I'm sure most drug leaders are more than happy to to get more people volunteering to present. So um, highly recommend that you do that. Now, for a little bit of good news, I've now got the Tim Plummer Joomla show listed on iTunes. It's been approved, so that's awesome. I highly encourage you to subscribe on iTunes, and I encourage you to leave a rating and review. That'll help other people find the, the podcast. So you can access the show notes for this episode at timplummer.com.au slash ep2. And on that page, you can also leave me a comment, uh, Tell me what you like, what you dislike, what you'd like to hear in future episodes, and any other feedback you've got. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, 
Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.